0: Hello, welcome to Brainworms Podcast, the podcast that has always been cool. Yeah.
1: I'm Joe. I'm wearing an onion on my belt, which was the fashion at the time.
0: <laughs> Back
2: in nineteen tickety two during the <laughs> Dick Van Dyke Wars.
1: I'm
0: Kane, and I've been kick flipping, repeatedly.
2: Nice. I'm Chris, and I find that very impressive, considering your appendage situation.
0: What are you talking about? My appendage
2: situation is awesome now. You say it's awesome, but the closer you get to actual human appendages, the more disturbing it becomes. That's true of everyone.
1: Yeah. I mean, have you ever really just stopped to think about toes? Look, how about this?
0: You guys come on in here and I can show you all of my neat new appendages. Never again. Again? Never again what? I'm going to tell people about how to be completely cool wait are we reading this fucking book again yeah we didn't finish it didn't we didn't we? didn't we and our contract with the moon duke requires that we do at least an hour so but really think about toes yeah i mean i mean i don't
2: i have 14 whoa that's more than i have is that not normal (laughs) i've heard that the only toe that you need to walk appropriately, is the big toe. Interesting, if true.
0: David, wait, no, let's unpack this. Where did you hear that from, Chris?
2: I don't remember. I just remember thinking that it made sense because the big toe is, A, the largest and most dexterous in terms of movement. You can move it You can farm more directions than the
1: rest of your toes. Well, Chris, you know, science demands that you test this. Yeah, because
0: the internet just told me that your pinky is crucial for helping you to maintain
1: balance. So what I'm going to need you to do is on your left foot, (laughs) cut off all of your toes but the big toe. Yeah. And on your right foot, you're going to cut off all but the pinky and tell me which foot you walk better with. All right. I mean, I think that tracks.
2: You know, I I would totally do that. You're a good scientist. Except we're working on moon gravity, not earth gravity, dumbass.
0: Not in the facility. Yeah, dumbass.
2: How do we get earth gravity in the facility? no one's explained science it's a sequence of magnets
0: and atmospheric changes using different chemicals in the air centripetal force it's a whole thing yeah man that whole internet thing you've been on has been really helping you out kane yeah although i am concerned that you've become so knowledgeable about the functionality of the place where we all live and breathe well i mean it's not like we're using i mean right now Generally, it's like 21% of alcohol is being, or of uh, alcohol. <laughs> yeah. 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 Of yeah, oxygen. Freudian. 21% of oxygen is actually in the atmosphere we're breathing in the facility. Yeah. But it should be more like between 16 and 12%.
1: Yeah, it's a little high, a little rich. But, you know, I can't confirm we're using all 100% of the alcohol.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's all gone.
0: The extra oxygen in the atmosphere, in the air, creates uh, the sense of euphoria that we need to get through this bullshit. Wait. Uh so was I designed to need more oxygen for that euphoria?
2: No, we just, uh, we just no, you were just designed to hate we just didn't oh, give you euphoric okay. glands.
0: Okay. Also that, yeah. So I'm missing on dopamine receptors that exactly. normal yeah. humans have. You much, just don't yeah.
2: have dopamine.
0: Was there a specific reason? Oh, so I have the receptors, I just don't produce dopamine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Basically yeah. if you ever get out of control, we have some shots we can inject you with.
0: Which will introduce dopamine into my system. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And then you'll become very affable
0: and easy to deal with. But now if I've been consuming MDMA since I don't actually get dopamine anyway, if I've been consuming MDMA to no effect because it doesn't do anything Mm -hmm. for me. To destroy my dopamine receptors, will that prevent you from actually stopping me? Were I to finally figure out how to open my door and escape on my Hopefully own? Hopefully we never have
2: to find out. I don't
0: know yeah. about that, but Hopefully.
2: Um, when when we were designing you, we decided not to go with the dopamine uh, gland because that would save what us do you mean 50- gland?
0: Where's your dopamine gland, Chris? Way up your butthole
2: <laughs> and uh in some we,
1: cases, yes,
2: yeah. <laughs> And we decided not to because it would save us an extra fifty cents on every clone we produced, and you know at with committee corporate thinking we we thought that would be the best option.
0: did you think it was the best option, or did your two brainworms daddies tell you that that was the best option?
2: <laughs> we need that extra fifty cents, you know for what for, Chris for the coffee interns. You know, they... We they do have to go them. through a lot of interns. <laughs> we
0: do. I haven't eaten an intern in weeks. Oh, geez. Where does the time go? We should read uh, How to Be Completely Cool. Oh, <sighs>
1: yeah. I mean, obviously, we already know. You can always be cooler, David. All right,
0: well, let's fucking get to it. Yeah, let's crack open a fresh bottle of gamer fuel, because we're going to... Did my voice do a little squeak there? It did, yeah. yeah it was very... Uh... I'm gonna do another read on that crack open a fresh bottle of gamer fuel because we're gonna get cool isn't that gamer fuel isn't that stuff in like buckets is it i don't know i don't think it is yeah i think you scoop it out i don't think there's like a can of gamer fuel
2: Ah. i just imagine that it's made out of cam girl bathing water i mean that's the
0: only beverage i drink cam girl bath water yeah no they've got they've got cans they've got cans Wait, no, they don't. G Fuel does not have cans, but there is a Mountain Dew game fuel.
2: No, they do. There are cans. Look, kids, just drink water. Yeah.
0: And
1: not out of someone's bathtub.
0: I don't care who they are. I mean, if that's all you have. Right, so if a destructive situation has happened and you're concerned that your only viable water source or water plant is about to shut down, then you fill up a bathtub with water until you can figure something else out. That's valid, yeah.
2: But the point is, is that water... Is got your back. You don't need extra stuff in it. Just drink water.
0: Or if you want to be cool, you can drink
1: Gamer Fuel. Yeah, they're not sponsoring us. We're just trying to get them to. Yeah, I just want That's them not, to. I don't want them to. No, they don't.
0: <laughs> I want to sell out so much.
1: Yeah, I don't
0: want to sell out to G Fuel though.
1: <laughs> I don't care. Hey, it's good enough for Ryan Reynolds. It's good enough for me. Did Ryan Reynolds sell out to G Fuel? Oh yeah, I don't know. It's like all over that fucking free guy. Maybe. yeah yeah
0: raid shadow legends if you want us to <laughs> I don't care I just want to sell out I mean yeah, I would definitely do the raid shadow legends those sh- the those wonderful in ear I can't think of the name of them now uh, but I believe they're called earbuds Joe well I know that they're called earbuds <laughs> but there's a specific <laughs> brand <laughs> you fuck uh, uh, that youtubers get sponsorship deals from and apparently they're they're very good and I want to be sponsored by that product. Uh, can someone push the button that makes Chris stop? <laughs> It'll cause his brain to explode. I'm okay with that. Acceptable yeah.
2: losses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sometimes you just got to take the exceptionally good with the marginally bad.
2: Stop! This isn't even the episode recording today. This is yeah, a stop let, it. Let's read
0: the book. <laughs> yeah, let's. All right,
1: we're reading the book. Yeah. Perhaps, if you're a girl, they are beautifully manicured with long, slender fingers and perfectly varnished nails. Real ones, not bitten. It is uncool to bite your nails. And even less cool to put on false ones and then bite those. What is this book's problem?
2: Hey, Kane has nubs and he's pretty cool.
1: And he bites them.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I actually don't have nubs anymore.
2: Oh, that's right.
0: You fucking idiots never pay attention. Well, and that's how my clone army is going to take over.
2: You continuously die and are reborn; like you're a hundred percent replaceable.
1: If you're a boy, hands can sometimes seem quite uncool things flapping about at the end of your arms. What? The coolest thing to do with them seems to be to, to chop put them, them in off. your pockets. Oh! But people, such as teachers keep shouting at you to take them out again so chop them off Your mum or dad doesn't help
2: they take your hands out of your po- was that a thing from like the 1940s as opposed to the 90s
1: no no i mean i i would get told all the time to take yep. my hands out of my pockets i don't know why
0: i was anxious and had low self-esteem as a teenager and as an adult and to this day <laughs> <laughs> and never once have i looked at my hands <laughs> And said, I hate my uncool hands. (laughs) They're just (laughs) flopping about at the end of my arms. They're just flapping at the end of my, yeah. (laughs) I actually just severed mine off with a chainsaw and then attached the chainsaw to the hands. Groovy.
1: It sounds really heavy.
2: How are you going to start them?
1: I use my teeth. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's tradition. Free metal. Rules of cool. First rule of cool. Don't worry about it. Relax. Let's summarize. Cool is calm cool is collected
2: I can't be calm I'm worrying about my hands
1: <laughs> as in a collected hat etc or together cool is being relaxed and unfazed by events without actually becoming comatose as comatose as a cucumber cool is taking heavy doses of lithium <laughs> Oh, well, then I was the fucking coolest. I was Miles Davis. (laughs) You can cultivate a cool exterior if you wish, wear your cool shades to disguise the fact that you are crying your eyes out during a soppy film. You don't have to know exactly what to say all the time. Try saying nothing so that you seem as if you know what's going on, but you don't really need to comment. There's a saying, silence is cool. Or was it golden? Does it matter? Of course. I thought it
0: was something along the lines of, uh, what is it, speak foolishness, or reveal your foolishness. Oh, it's it's
1: better to uh, remain silent and be thought a fool than to open your mouth and confirm it. Yep. Yeah, yeah.
2: Simultaneously, if you don't expose your foolishness, then you can't be corrected on it.
1: It's true. Yeah, but no one wants to be corrected. Being corrected isn't cool. That's how you get smarter though being smart isn't cool wait that's not true actually smart people are cool that's what i want to put out there in the universe if you want to be cool be smart
2: all of this falls apart when you look at bill gates who by western culture is arguably cool for all of his money
1: I don't think anyone's ever said that having money is cool. Having money just makes you able to tell other people what to do.
2: No, no, mm. no, no. I mean, no, we're operating on the sh- most shallow level possible with this book. So by the most shallow standards of Western culture, having a shit ton of money, which equal automatically equals success, Bill Gates is one of the coolest people ever. And he has really cool cars and really cool trophy wives or whatever and all that nonsense.
1: You don't know anything about Bill Gates, do you? (laughs) No. Yeah.
2: Just that he invented windows. At least I think he did.
1: He thinks he did too.
0: Yeah, that's a conversation for another podcast.
2: (laughs) Was it a Facebook thing?
1: Sort of, yeah. Bill Gates basically took a bunch of other people's work and put his name on it. Yeah.
0: In the long tradition of, you know...
1: Everyone wealthy yeah of course it's fine if you do know exactly what to say all the time in every single situation that life throws at you this is known as being super cool other people will probably admire you for your cool and perfect poise but they may be slightly intimidated by it how do you do it there is something a little unreal about being so in control most ordinary mortals feel vaguely reassured when they see a super cool dude faced with a situation where they lose it ever so slightly. As in other areas of life, being cool is a question of getting the balance right. It isn't cool to trip over your own feet, even if they are an uncool size 15, and fall flat on your face at the perfectly formed feet of person you like. Like, this, this feels
2: like a book written by an AI program trying to analyze human behavior.
1: No, this was just a book written by a mom trying to tell people that it's okay and not to sweat it because no one actually cares if you're cool and you're cool as long as you don't panic. Mm-hmm. Which is ultimately, I think, what this book... Will be like that. That's yes, it. I agree. Like, yeah. it's...
2: but if that is the message, why is it obscuring that message with all of these things about like, oh, if you don't have the right hands, then you're not
1: cool. I don't know. It's probably a little. And I thought about this for a little bit recently. Actually, it's probably a completely different world now for teenagers than it was mm-hmm. twenty five, thirty years ago. But if you were a teenager in the nineties, you had Basically, your own little bubble of people that you were going to see every day, and that (laughs) was it, and no way of escaping. Like, this was before the internet. yeah, 96, that was before AOL. That was like the year AOL came out. Right. So people weren't able to get away from their bubble. You sweated that shit. It really felt like... This is how it's going to be forever, and if I don't get to be on top now, I never will. I'll always be this terrible loser who has no friends. Mm-hmm. You can't just say that to people though. Like you can't tell them, no, you'll you'll be better. It's, it's fine. Because people don't listen. Right. Like, <laughs> you know that. Yeah. We like to pretend that as we grow up we become a little more aware of things and open, but adults don't listen that's why we have fucking wars
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because like really all this book needs is like look high school is only four years of your life you're gonna move out of this shitty town and none of these people are gonna matter so just try to find joy where you can
1: <laughs> look High school is four years of your life where you will completely define basically everything about yourself Mm -hmm. and lock yourself into patterns that you will follow through the rest of your life because, well, frankly, after high school, you're going to be too busy just shaking off the existential dread that comes with having to hold a job for 40 hours a week and wondering why you're doing anything ever. So you won't care about being cool. It's true. Yeah. Be too busy pushing the boulder up the hill. Second rule of cool. (laughs) Don't try too hard to impress. You don't need to put on an act. People should take you as you are and like you for yourself. If there are one or two people who don't seem to like you, don't bother with them. You don't need them. They may come around in the end anyway. Or they may not. It doesn't matter. There's another saying. You can't please all the people all of the time. No, of course you can't. And if you're going to be truly cool, you should avoid trying to please.
2: Did, did she just bastardize Abraham Lincoln's quote of you can fool some of the people all the time? No.
1: Huh? No, that was P.T. Barnum. That's what I oh. thought. And no, there is in fact a saying that you can't please everyone all of the time.
2: Oh, okay. I've, I've never heard that before. Really? Yeah.
1: Huh. You've had a weird life. Yeah. Note. It is cool to have seen the film or heard the album that everyone's talking about. But if you haven't, it's better to queef. It's better to keep quiet. Queef? <laughs> yeah. If it's you better haven't queep. heard
0: the album everyone's talking about, it's better to queef. Just queef. <laughs> it's
1: better to queef quietly. <laughs> That's
2: right. If you can queef on command, wait for the internet, you'll
1: be famous. Then <laughs> <laughs> just start rolling around on the floor laughing hysterically. <laughs> shrieking. And shrieking, yeah. <laughs> You did this, Joe! (laughs) Yeah, you should have known. But if you haven't, it is better to keep quiet. Quiet is cool. Rather than show off and say, I thought Harrison Hunk was amazing. Only for someone to say, Harrison Hunk wasn't in it. If you can't easily get to see the film or hear the album, try to read a review in a newspaper or magazine so that you know what people are talking about.
0: Or just say, hey, I haven't heard
1: that record. How about you, like, tape it for me? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Remember, being cool does not mean being perfect. Consider the following. I temper all my success with a decent amount of failure. This is a cool quote from a cool old guy called Suggs. It is ultra cool to have just one name. What's happening? There are one or two cool old farts around. Lenny Henry is one of them. The leaders of New Cool, among others, are Leonardo, Michael Owen, Uma Thurman, Cameron Diaz, the babe in year 12 who you can't take your eyes off, the hunky bloke who ignores you in the hall as you switch classes, and why it doesn't always work. Unfair situation number one, the cool scene. Sunni Lal is in his room, getting ready to go to a party. He is dancing, cool dancing, cool to dancing. his favorite CD, and feels <laughs> super cool and confident. His new, spotlessly white shirt seems to glow with an almost unearthly radiance in the subdued lighting of his room. He practices his slow smile with a slight, twitching of the lip, <laughs> which he is certain will have girls falling at his feet. He runs his hand through his hair, which is silky, shining. He smells wonderful. Half a can of Cool, the great new 24-hour deodorant, and he is ready to party. The uncool scene. Sunilal arrives at the party. Someone had forgotten to turn down the lights, and his white shirt is completely drowned out by the bright overhead lights. He notices a beautiful babe waving in his direction. He smiles his special smile, only to realize that the beautiful babe, babe you like, is waving at someone just behind him. He turns and sees that the guy, guy you don't like, she is waving to is wearing an uncool greenish jumper possibly so hair knitted by a doting mother or him. granny <laughs> which he takes off to reveal an even less cool shapeless faded t-shirt and that he has hair like a loo brush or perhaps it's a small dog or guinea pig sitting on top of his head what is this book's problem yeah it's very shamey yeah a very pronounced adam's apple which wobbles up and down his throat Sunni watches with a kind of horrified fascination as Beautiful Babe and loo Brush Man hug each other. Soon he tries to enjoy himself, but his cool seems to have deserted him. He finds that he has developed a high-pitched giggle, which he is sure he never had before. His lips twitch nervously, rather than sexily. He returns home early, and slumps in an armchair, looking depressed. Mrs. Lawl asks him what the matter is. It's nothing, mum. I just lost my cool. Did you, dear? I'm sure it can't be far away have you looked under the bed this is dumb
2: yeah i'm gonna shoot my big toe off
1: keep you from getting drafted (laughs) situation number one you can be wearing your coolest hat and your most together pair of trousers and person you like will still fail to notice you exist instead they walk off with someone you consider completely uncool why No one can answer this question satisfactorily. Because God is dead. It is unfair, (laughs) but it happens. And it's because God is dead. Yeah. Yep. And also because people have different tastes and just because you feel super confident and like you are rocking it, you just might not be that person's flavor. And no one cares. Yeah. Yeah. If there is a hell. Yep. I'll see you there. Rock on. Race you to the bottom.
0: Are you proud of what the two of you have just done? <laughs> yeah.
1: No. No. I kind of
2: want to redo this book, and it'll be like a giant hardback cover, laminated or whatever, all the fancy stuff done on it. And you open up, and it's one page, and it says, don't care about being cool.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's pretty cool. It's cool it, to not try to be cool.
1: It's hip to be square. <laughs>
0: gonna have to face it. You're addicted to love. <laughs>
1: Dare to be stupid. <laughs> Don't let it get to you. There are plenty more fish babes in the sea. Fish They're... babes. Fish babes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now it's an H.P. Lovecraft book. Great. <laughs> <laughs> or just The Shape of Water, which is basically an H.P. Lovecraft book. Uh, no, yeah.
2: no, I, I once went to the beach looking for fish babes and mermaids. I found them, but uh, the Disney cartoons were vastly inflammatory. They've got it reversed. They have... Fish upper parts and
1: human lower parts. <laughs> no, that's great though. That's the same kind that Fry was looking for when he found the lost city of Atlanta. It's true, because like, there's not a lot you can do with the. Uh, I mean,
0: there's a lot you can do with the with the upper
1: half, David. It's true. You really need one of each. Ugh,
0: is this where we're at now?
1: This is. Or just, like, a fish and a woman. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
2: You know what? what? Scarper the whole idea. Just get a lady and have sex near an
1: aquarium and call it a day. (laughs) Just just find yourself a partner. Sex. Willing. Yeah, find Find yourself sex. Just a woman with a pet beta. That's it. That's all you need. (laughs) (laughs) It's as good as a mermaid. There was a song called, I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair. Or it could be a boy or girl. You could try this. What? <laughs> Situation number two. The cool scene. Laura Pemberton is at a party. She is wearing her cool hat, but is feeling a little hot in it. The room is crowded and airless. Her date is busy chatting with his mates, and she's getting tired of waiting for him to talk to her.
2: They're all locked in. It's actually a jigsaw contraption, and they're running out of air.
1: <laughs> she gets up suddenly. Too suddenly and everything goes black, or it may just be because the hat is over her eyes. She faints. Ugh. Her date is at her side instantly, asking if she's okay. People rush to throw open windows, and someone fetches her a drink of water. Laura feels better, and enjoys the attention. Her date stays with her for the rest of the evening. It's, this book just say if your boyfriend is ignoring you, faint? Um, I think
0: this book just said it's cool to give yourself heat stroke with your fashion choices. (laughs) Ah,
1: yeah. yeah,
0: I thought
2: it was going to go in the direction of, this was the most attention that this uh, lady ever got, and she got addicted to feigning crises for attention.
0: And just developed Bunchausen syndrome?
2: Yeah. (laughs) By proxy? No. No, that was after the adoption. But, but the thing is, is that uh, she never adopted kids. She was never approved for it. So she just called it adopting cats. So she was taking her cats to doctors. And, you know, that was the Munchausen by proxy. This
0: is a weird journey you've taken us on, Chris. Huh. It's a stupid journey we've been taking this it on. This whole book is a stupid journey. Yeah, That's your
1: fucking fault. <laughs> <laughs> the uncool scene. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Zuni Lal is at the same party. He has no girlfriend and he is bored. He observes how Laura's date and a large number of other people rush to her side when she faints. He wonders if the same thing would work for him. Would a beautiful girl rush to his side and cradle his head in her lap? He decides to give it a go. Unfortunately, he falls heavily with a loud thump and bangs his head on the edge of the table, whereas Laura subsided gently and gracefully into a semi-sitting position. Laura's date who is standing nearby, asks, Are you alright, mate? Yeah, I'm fine, says Suni, getting back to his feet. Do you want me to call your folks or something and get someone to come and take you home? No, no, honestly, I'm fine. Never been better. Suni notices that quite a lot of girls are staring at him, but none of them seems particularly inclined to cradle his head in her lap. What's happening? It is disappointing. I don't know. (laughs) It is also unfair sad but true
2: if it had just ended there with a period and moved on to something else that kind of would have been perfect as like an absurdist piece of literature
1: (laughs) (laughs) sad but true cool for boys cool for girls there is more pressure on boys to be cool dudes they are expected not necessarily by you but by the world at large to be strong and fairly unemotional.
0: This is this is a weird direction this book has chosen to go.
1: Yeah, it's uh, you know, mid-90s propping up that whole bullshit, toxic masculinity, patriarchy. Yeah, it's it's doing that. Also, sort of subtle racism because like the uncool example person is Sunni is Sunni Lol, mm. who I assume is of Indian or Pakistani descent. Sure. And uh Everyone who's been cool so far has been, like, Laura Pemberton. hmm mm-hmm. And, what was it? Fucking Donnie McCool or whatever? Right. Gary. Gary. Gary Coolerton. Or... Coolford. Gary Coolford. If I ever go off on a daring life of crime, that will be the name that I use. This feels
2: like a book written by I Am Jack's attempt at a literature career.
0: <laughs> I mean, it feels like a person in their mid-30s trying to talk to, to teens is what it feels like. It almost kind of feels like Words of Power, Castlevania.
2: Yeah, yeah. there's some of that in yeah. It, World,
0: there. Yeah, World of Power, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah,
2: Yeah, that's very astute.
1: There's an illustration here, too, showing a guy in a dress, mm-hmm. and it's labeled uncool girls can wear trousers but boys can't wear dresses
0: that's a bullshit double standard fuck this book
1: yep Yep.
2: Yeah, wait because this book has taken weird turns is it, it going has to, like, like is it going to try and examine
1: that double standard i don't know if it's going to examine it or if it's just going. i think it's to, just embracing it to just point it out like yeah i don't think it's really it might have been beyond the purview of the author to try to change the world the argument could be made that this book wasn't trying to say, these are the ways in which we can make a better world for everyone. More, hey, you're a neurotic teenager. If you want to be cool, just do this. I'm going to dare to be stupid. Yeah, put down that chainsaw and listen to me.
2: <laughs> but yeah, p- Please continue, because I, I want to see if this book takes another turn and starts examining that.
0: It's not going to.
2: It might. It was like, hey, your hands. Everyone's looking at your hands. Make sure they're extra cool. Extra. It's
0: just gonna make me more
2: anxious. Don't worry about being cool. You know. It, don't. It didn't don't, even occur to me it. to worry
0: about my hands until this book told me to.
1: It told me that girls could paint their fingernails and that made their fingernails cool. So I just started painting my fingernails. That's yeah. Now I don't just have big flappy things at the end of my arms. <laughs> Instead, they're big flappy things where one hand is painted red and the other hand is painted blue. Nice. Love yeah. and hate. Uh, just wanted a red right hand. Like your style. <laughs> uh, thanks to Joe, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> cool for girls and not for boys. It's cool I for girls this. to cry occasionally, although not continuously. People are usually men do sympathetic not
0: have emotions and will put their
1: arms around the weeping one. An exception to this. What Eldritch horror is the weeping one? <laughs> <laughs> An exception to this rule <laughs> is the super cool guy who objects to girls like weeping from a all Dark over and getting Goodness. the shoulder of his best shirt wet. So it's super cool if you're that asshole who's like, don't fucking cry on me.
2: <laughs> oh, Joe, I, I just figured it out. The weeping one boss from Dark Souls. It's not actually like a dodgy attacks sort of boss. It's a maximizing your DPS uh, boss boss. It's just a thing with a huge HP pool that's crying and filling up a small room, and you have to kill it before you drown.
1: Mm -hmm. It's not cool for boys to break down and cry, except on rare occasions. Because people react differently when a girl cries to the way they do when a boy cries. That's largely true, largely societal, and largely bullshit that we should overcome. But I can't blame her for being aware of it. Did Punk come after or before this this era? Oh,
2: well before. Way before. Well before, yeah. well before. I feel punk like... Punk
0: was good and dead at this point. I yeah. feel
2: like if Punk had bided its time and come out right at the end of the 90s, that would have done a lot of good for society.
1: That was emo and it did. It's true. <laughs> when a girl cries, girl, I can't handle it anymore. It's all too much. Boo hoo. Parent. Come here, love. Tell me all about it. Here's a tissue. Best friend. Go on. Let it all out. I'm here for you. When a boy cries.
2: They get smacked by their father and told that they didn't raise a whiny <laughs> I, can't, that's, I can't. That's
1: accurate <laughs> in my experience, yeah. <laughs> boy, I can't handle it anymore. It's all too much. Boo-hoo! Parent. Well, crying won't help. Go outside and get some fresh air. Come back when you're feeling better. Best mate. Oh, God, please, please don't do that. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know what to say. Things could be worse, you know? You might be dead. Ha. Oh, please stop crying. Someone might see you.
2: This book is treating crying as more of a social faux pas than farting in public.
1: <laughs> it really is. It's cool for girls to do bodybuilding and weight training and even to play rugby if they wish to. But it is very uncool indeed for a boy if he is struggling to lift something heavy and a girl comes along and does it for him. What? It is cool for girls what? to wear trousers. What is this book's fucking it problem? It is not cool for boys to wear skirts or dresses. Cool for boys and not for girls. It is cool for boys to sit or sprawl in any position they like mainly because they're not wearing skirts or dresses. It is not cool for a girl to hitch up her skirt and sprawl over the nearest sofa with one foot up on the backrest and the other on the floor.
2: Uh, wh- what?
1: This sort of behavior would cause embarrassment to some boys I am boys
2: very uncomfortable and right and
1: attract now. leering glances and sniggering from others, which most girls can do without.
2: I don't want to read this book anymore! But I want to stop now, please! boys can throw
1: themselves into the most abandoned and relaxing positions they like, and no one minds. <sighs>
0: with their penis exposed
1: well i, I think the impression yeah. here was that they were wearing clothing
0: no no the, like you can read in whatever you want but the book <laughs> is saying that that no, if I don't you not like
2: clothes on yeah me, you know
0: you can just flop on the couch with your dick out and it's fine
1: i mean my personal imp- opinion on the matter is sure yeah you know if you're in your own house sure if you're on a subway or something fucking right. put that thing away
2: well, if you're out in public, that's that's a violation of law and you will get arrested for that.
0: Respect the fact that strangers might not want to see your genitals, but like, yeah, if you're in your own space, live your truth.
2: Yeah. Also, if you're in your house and you want everyone to leave, but they're still staying to party, flopping out naked on your couch might be the exact coolest thing to do.
1: Or putting on a Morrissey album. I did clear out like half a party one time that way. <laughs>
2: that's <laughs> Wait, true. For real?
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: That, that's a story that I, I need over this book. I, knew a story. I feel like that's
1: the whole story, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that was pretty much it. It was at a party. People were there and someone said, hey, David, get naked. So I did. <laughs> and like half the party left.
2: <laughs> what did the other half do?
1: Not give a shit? They were pretty much inured to it. Yeah. This was not the first time. <laughs> yeah, apparently David got nude quite a lot. Yeah, it was sort of a thing. It was a, It was a thing. In his early I, years. Yeah. I don't do that anymore. My clothing is stitched onto me now. (laughs) That's awful. (laughs) There's more pressure on girls to wear something new or short or tight or to enhance or improve their looks with makeup, etc. This is usually fun if you have the time and money to spend on makeup, (laughs) etc. But it can be a hassle if you are in a hurry and you manage to smudge mascara. Uh,
2: So wait, okay, okay, so hang on, hang on. Earlier in the book, don't worry about being cool. Later in the book. Buy all the newest, coolest things. Make sure your makeup is immaculate. Follow the trends or you will perish. No,
1: I mean, I I think that's unfair, actually. The book itself is not saying you have to do these things.
0: Just that society has the expectation.
1: It's little bullet points. And it says there is more pressure on girls to wear something new or short or tight or to enhance or improve their looks with makeup, etc., Mm-hmm. And honestly, in my lived experience, that's truth. Yeah, there, there's truth to that.
0: Yeah. Um, my concern, and and this is, you know, this whole chapter has been this is that the book is just gonna go, these are kind of problems that different genders have, different expectations. <laughs> that sucks. And then just move on to another subject.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it it doesn't say any like I think it would be kind of fun to rewrite this book how to be completely cool now Mm -hmm. and just see what the differences are. I mean, I'm sure right now, if it were written for the same sort of audience that was at least intended to read this book in the Mm nineties, today's version would be like have the newest cell phone. Right. And possibly there is sort of a sea change here and it would be kind of cool if it was also be politically involved. Mm hmm. Because, you know, that seems to be a thing amongst the youth. I like it.
2: Here's my issue. You're saying that, you know, it's it's just stating what societal standards are. I'm pretty sure these kids know. Yeah. Like, so why are we going down this road? Unless coming up there's a part where it says, like, you can choose to follow these rules if you want. It'll be a hassle and it, it examines it. I'm not... Fully confident that's where this book is going.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're probably right too. I, there's something to be said for the "I'm just reporting it" kind of thing, you know, where I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong. It's just this is how things are. But if you're writing for an audience of teenagers, yeah, maybe making an effort to say these things aren't actually cool, mm-hmm. and yeah, like, less focus on being cool and more focus on being authentic
2: Mm -hmm. here's my biggest problem with this book so far and it's also the same problem i have with the education system as a whole is that this is a book purporting to how to be cool and it's providing answers on how to be cool what it should really be providing is questions for you yourself to answer
1: sure yeah i guess in a way this book really is precise it's it is an insidious brainworm, you know, mm-hmm. this was one of those things that was just out there and just propping up the terrible fucking.
0: Yeah. And, 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 you know, you're talking about, you know, teens today and they've kind of, they don't need shit like this because the internet exists. This very sort of rigorous idea of what gendered expectations are that this book seems really hung up on. Throw that in the fucking ocean.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the last, there's one little bullet point left here, or half a bullet point of chapter one, which is the, uh, there's more pressure on girls to wear something new, short, tight, or to enhance or improve their looks with makeup, etc. This is usually fun if you have the time and money to spend on makeup, etc., But it can be a hassle if you're in a hurry and you manage to smudge mascara all over your nose and smear lipstick all the way from mouth to ear. A boy can arrive at a party wearing no makeup, having not brushed his hair for three days, and still look cool. If a girl arrives at a party having not brushed her hair for three days, the chances are that she looks a mess. So yeah, I mean, just super super hammering in the and i guess i don't it's know like,
2: but is that the end of the chapter does it say that like, is in and... fact
1: the end of the chapter
2: oh. Yeah. okay so it doesn't examine it, yeah feelings. it just
0: says hey this is a thing that exists it's bad but it's the it's the way
1: things are
2: it's not even insinuating that it's bad it's just saying this is the way things are and then it's moving on
1: yeah it moves on to the chapter about parents and how you know parents they just don't understand don't yeah. understand yeah yeah basically appears to be uh oh and this chapter might actually be devoted to parents too like hey these are things you can do to not be the uncool parent we've kind of done our
0: time with this book i i think this is a good place to stop unless anybody has something some more thoughts that they want to add
1: no i think i pretty much covered yeah. everything that i wanted to say in general, from the like intro here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, it's fascinating to me because it does, I don't know, time's weird, man. You don't notice how much things change. Yeah. yeah. But again, this is a book that I saw in the store and almost picked up. And mm-hmm. I kind of vaguely remember at the time thinking to myself, well, rule number one is not to buy a book with yeah. this title. <laughs> If you need to pick up a book called How to Be Completely Cool, you're probably hopeless.
2: Real quick, just in case there are any younger people that are YouTubing How to Be Cool.
1: Be cool, honey buddy.
2: If I have one thing to say to those people is, don't be afraid to ask questions both inwardly and outwardly if you're being sure. pressured to do things. No, that's, yeah. Ask yourself, well, why is that cool? Why do these people want me to be doing that? do I want to do that? You know, like explore yourself. Don't, don't be afraid of that. And if anyone gives you shit for it, kick him in the nuts.
1: That's fair. Or, you know, the, uh, something nut equivalent. Whatever
0: genital they have, just, just kick it. <laughs> um, um, fuck okay yeah i guess we're done is this a good place to re- this is a yeah yep. this is a good place to remind the listeners to go to wegiveyoubrainworms.com. check out our discord server and our Patreon. patreon.com um <laughs> no i think you heard.com yeah because it's not it's.com joe yeah. not.com it's not.com man it's not total missed opportunity by porn websites though yeah, you're not wrong. Yep. Yeah. So check those things out. If you're a YouTube listener, leave a comment, like, subscribe, click the bell,
1: and be cool. This has been a production of Brainworms Presents. Any copyrighted content contained within is used for purposes of review. Brainworms podcast is David Combs, Kane Magdalen, Christian Schaefer, and Joseph Wells. The theme music is Hodgepod number one by Brian Davis. If you like what you heard, you can support us and learn about our other projects at WeGiveYouBrainWorms.com or by leaving a review on your favorite listening app.
0: I hate my uncool hands!